Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hello and welcome to the worst idea of all time. My name is Tim Betts. My name is Guy Montgomery, and we have just watched Grown Ups 2 for the 40th time. We say watch. We say that. Uh, we, did, we did something a little different. We did. We uh, finally, after much pleading and promising and begging, none of that stuff really happened. We did a director's commentary style of a thing. We did a commentary. We did. We Pretty much we just spoke through the whole movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what it is, isn't it? it when was, you break down what a director's commentary is, it's someone talking through their movie. Yeah, I actually because I was thinking on the way here, I haven't watched any director's commentaries before, so I didn't have a template from which I could sort of. There's some good ones out there. Yeah, I'll bet. Um, what we've offered is is probably not in that exact bracket, but I'd put it in the interesting bracket. I think from memory, the miscellaneous one, bracket, the one on good, uh, old school is phenomenal. Yeah, that would be good. Old school is just a classic film. So good, man. So good. Love uh, old school. Anyway, so thank you very much for joining us. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure to have your ears. And it's been, I mean, I guess it, for me, because it, it, is, it is different every week. And so for me, I mean, that was, it was almost refreshing, I guess. It was like a dip in that we weren't engaging with the movie like we usually do. Mm. We were sort of, it was almost like a game of, you know, when you were a kid and you had a balloon and you used to walk around the house and have to keep the balloon in the air? Yeah, <laughs> it's sort of like the the, right. the mental equivalent of playing that game. Okay, how, how do you? I think we did very well at keeping that ball in the air. It only dawned on me late in the in the commentary, but um, what has happened with this is that a lot of the viewers, or a lot of the listeners, sorry, won't have watched the movie at all at our behest, and now we're we're breaking the cardinal rule, and so a lot of people. I mean, I just hope that it was worth it for everyone who's just listened. Um, yeah. So there's two ways you can experience the commentary. You can either listen to it by itself, which would be bizarre, but, you know, the whole thing's bizarre. Yeah. Or you could also um, chuck the movie on uh, yeah. and then and then turn the sound kind of down on that and chuck it up on us. That's right. And, what I mean, what did you see in the movie today that that, that called out to you as particularly unique? Hmm. Well, you drew my attention to Sherry Terry's top, uh, who plays Penny in the movie. Yeah. That's about it. That, co- uh, she, that costuming detail. Yeah, she wears a t-shirt that says I, and then it has a picture of Lenny Fader, and then it says the word Lenny. So if you we've talked about it quite it, a bit recently, Lenny, Lenny. we yeah. have. So that uh, she's wearing a, like a jacket over, over the, the top. top. I don't know when she arrives with her husband to hide it from him. Maybe yeah. it wasn't a good idea doing a podcast after the commentary. I've, I feel drained. No, no, no. It's going to be good, man. You just got to get uh, that get that caffeine in you. Yeah, all right, we'll get, you have a drink of coffee. that caffeine. Um. 
but yeah i mean I, it's, it's it's sort of like it's similar to when we did the twitter episode where we live tweeted it it just changes the whole feel oh, of watching should... the movie because you're not you're not zoned in like some of the viewings we've done some of the darkest viewings i've done personally yeah. are the ones where i'm too tired to talk to you right i'm not tired enough to completely like zone into my thoughts and yeah. i'm just watching the movie with cold dead eyes yeah 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 and, yeah. and so any variation from that theme which is the worst possible uh, environment for me to be watching the movie is quite it's all relative but it's a it's enjoyable okay so it's a different kind of pain yeah and and by virtue of being different there's something better about that than the normal kind of pain yeah. That's what you're saying. Yeah. But, well, people say better the devil you know, but... Yeah. I don't know how that applies to this. It's, this, it's kind of the this, reverse. It's yeah. better the devil you don't know. Better yeah. the devil you haven't met well, it's, before. It's sort, of, it's sort of like if you how, how well do you know the devil? And, I mean, what different environments can you hang out with the devil in? Well, Which is a bit, it's a bit wordy for a sort of a, yeah. an idiom. I can so see why they've, they've cut yeah. that down. I can see why they went, went with the idiom that they went with. We're recording in a slightly different environment today as well. We're downstairs rather than upstairs at my house uh, because we, we filmed... I don't know how I'm feeling about that, but we filmed the commentary. Um, yeah. Yeah. Really, it was really... It's I, quite I, weird. You said it and it sort of just seemed like, why wouldn't we if we've gotten the option? But it, yeah. it, it, it is an odd thing to do. I don't know. And we watched in between... The director's commentary in this. We watched some of the footage back. And, it's quite uh, weird. It's a weird thing to watch. I quite uncomfortable. I can't imagine anyone wanting to watch that. Two well, guys. Just... Can I be bothered putting it up? Is the question. Yeah. So we have to do things Look, to it. People, people will speak out about how they feel either way. Uh, gotta, we've got to bring the energy up. I'm sorry. It's okay. You, why All are you right. so lethargic? I don't know, man. It's. Come on, just, okay. look at me, I'm firing right. you up. This yeah, is a, yeah. this is a, sort go. of a flip-flop. Usually it's you firing me up, but I'm yeah. bloody re- ready and rearing to go. I've just, I've ca- I've capped off, you know what I mean? Like, the, the graph has gone up, 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 and then it's just plateaued. Yeah, Status. it's all Enron, falling bro. action. I'm fucked. You're Enron. I'm Enron. It's game over, you've been caught out. Yeah. Surely not, not at the 40th. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, so, I, do, I, I don't know, I was, I was really putting everything into it for that commentary. Feel yeah. like the well is empty. What order but do you think listen, they're going to be released in? Is this me, after the commentary or before? Let me shake it off. Let me shake it off. The commentary will come out after this. Okay. Well, let's not or talk. will it? Oh, they're all good decisions that we... All good questions. Can you can't even speak. You're so drained. Yeah. Well, I was thinking we should throw that out to the crowd, but we can't because then whatever. <laughs> Fucking hell. Who cares You're about tying yourself in logistical knots. That's like, have about. you seen the Mr. Show sketch, the pre-taped phone-in show? I haven't seen any uh, Mr. Show, It's so funny. It's David Cross at a desk. And uh, Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this one's David Cross at a desk and he's organized a pre-taped phone-in show. So he's talking to a guest, but they're fielding <laughs> questions from the... It's very confusing, and that's what you just did to yourself, right? I've, I've, yeah, you've never crossed myself. Yeah, you have. Uh, well, I mean, why don't we just turn to a feature then to try and <laughs> squeeze some juice out of this bloody, all right, dried out, all right, lemon? What do you want to kick off with, mate? Uh, are we jumping on board a particular. Are we I think visiting we, a tour wh- manager. Why don't no? Why don't we just why don't we just take a shining light? What was the oh. moment in the movie for you today, which was hmm. was was a, a bastion of hope? Well. Mm. Because we've got to try to avoid not doubling up, eh? Because one don't, immediately don't came to my head. <sighs> Dig deep. Dig deep, you might find gold. That is a true sentence that uh, someone who ran a lucky dip at the A&P show when I was about eight years old said to me. I was reaching into the lucky dip and she said, Dig deep, you might find gold. One of those weird things which just stuck in my head. Wow. Did you find gold? No, I got like a, a cap gun. That's pretty gold if you're a kid. Was there actual gold in there? Was that one of the options? Wow. I guess in Imagine terms of... Imagine if they of, put in, a tiny little of, of gold Yeah, in, in terms of uh, 
misleading advertising. There'd better have been some gold in there. Or, but maybe she meant gold in the metaphorical sense, in which case you probably did well, get it. She has to be pretty, guns are wicked. pretty clear around the copy on that, otherwise she's going to be receiving a torrent of lawsuits. My kid didn't find gold. My kid just got fart putty, <laughs> and he's driving us up the wall. I think it was probably the bit where Shaq throws that guy over the house. Although, that has that been a shining light before? No, no, no. When Shaq throws the guy over the house. Yeah. Like, there was something about David Farrier joining us for the last episode which renewed my enjoyment of some of the more physical gigs yeah. that are playing yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, And, like, that's a pretty cool that's one. One thing the movie does sort of all right is physical gags. I think about the moments when I watch the film, which are the higher plot points on the graph of enjoyment. Yeah. It's your Nick Swartz and Raft gags. It's your jumping into the quarry gags. It's that big physical throw. It's uh, Peter Dante on skis. Big physical gags are one thing that they kind of... They, they get right. They, they get right. Oh, Peter Dante on skis. Yeah, man. Like, or close to right. Do you remember when we used to do the top five briefly for a few episodes? And we did top five stunts once. And that was a fun one because there's a lot of good stunts. There you go. See, this, I feel like this, but we're speaking in relative terms now because I don't think we've ever really spoken about how great the stunts are before. They're just... I was best of it, best of a I don't know if bunch. that was gold. No, you're right, mate. How, do you have a shining light for the watch we just had, the 40th? Uh, my shining light for the watch we just had was, I want to say it's just the idea of uh, Kevin James filming those burp snuts. Uh, just because, the, I mean, without audio, it's just yeah. the weirdest sort of thing you can do with your body. <laughs> like so and everyone, everyone on set would have had to be like, yeah, you know... Yeah, you got it, Kev. We'll buy that. Yeah, there's no way of knowing. Like, wormy body that, jerk. That gag exists purely in post-production. Mm. Anyway, I mentioned that in the director's commentary, but that it's the one thing that jutted out to me. It is funny. It's definitely funny. Um, so, so here we are. Here we are. Um, I want to take a bit of a broader view because I'm just, you know, you're struggling. Let's I'm be struggling. Honest. I want to take a bit of a broader view of the project. Uh, what guy and I would love to do? And we, we've mentioned this a few times, is uh, jump on a, a big old jet plane, go to Los Angeles for the 50-second viewing. Um, how much money is that going to cost? Uh, you're talking to me? <laughs> yeah. What? I I don't know. How much does a flight cost? Like, uh, you, you can to probably, LA? You can get it. If you get the good flights, you can get them for like maybe 1200 New Zealand dollars return to LA. Return? So 600 each way? I think it so. seems a little light. I thought it'd be about eighteen. No, but you got to time. You got to get on one of the sales. All right. Because what happens is these airlines they'll run their regular fares and then they'll have sales. Do you think we could? It's get very. A- I mean, that, and a lot of other a lot of other sort of products and so companies are starting to use that that concept. It's incredible. Do you think we could? I think it's a really good idea. I, we, I think it's here to say. I think you haven't seen the last of the sale. Could we get an airline on board? Is what I'm asking. Could someone, oh, uh, I don't. Probably Im- not. Eh. I don't imagine. That anyone we have we don't have any connection. Look, we just have to buy the. But okay, fine, fine. We'll do it your way. We could try. We'll there pay could be someone with, who works for an airline right now going. I could swing a deal. If anyone can, let us know. But otherwise, I'm picking. It's about fifteen hundred bucks for each of us. Three grand. I reckon we can wing it for Acom. You know. Yeah. LA's a friendly place. It's a LA's friendly a, town. That's Los what Angeles they always is a say. Friendly town. They, say, they always say LA's best when you don't know anyone there. Yeah, and you have to look, sleep in I a think, random place. Let's not look at logistics. Let's look at in an ideal world what we'd execute. So we'd come to Los Angeles, mm. uh, whatever the date we recorded the first one was, so it would be sort of February, February eh? sometime in February next year, and 
we we hire a live venue. It's and, not that far away, bro. No, no. And who do we sit down with? But Mr. Adam fucking Sandler himself. We'll the never, three of us. I, first of all, side by side on stage, and we say, Adam, tell us, what's it like walking in your shoes? And he'll say, well, it's very comfortable. I only wear the most comfortable shoes. And from there, we'll I'm just, in loafer Crocs. Yeah, and then we'll. Just, <laughs> I got my loafer croc stocks on. It's a combination of a loafer, a croc, and a Birkenstock. It's the most comfortable piece of footwear designed. You I want bought- one? <laughs> no, Adam. We've got some. Well, you can't have any because I bought all of them. Anyway, uh, so we have that whole conversation with Adam live on stage. So, But realistically, we're not going to be able to get Adam Sandler. Because well, I don't even know if I want him. Like, even if I could wish, if there was a wish genie, how could you a not wish want genie, him? if you will, a genie that instead of doing the thing genies usually do, it grants wishes. Ah. Uh, I would still. I don't think I'd want Adam Sandler. Who would you wish for? Um, probably like I reckon David Spade would be great. Well, who would actually be quite open? Do you think to talking about how kind of nuts it would have? Because Nick Schwartz, I don't think would. None of them would. None of them necessarily would. I mean, I don't I think, think David Spade's a best. But oh, John Lovitz, because John Lovitz yeah, is yeah. just kind of like a fucking interesting, crazy dude. Yeah, I, I don't good. know. I don't necessarily know that people would be that open to talking about the film. Obviously, it would be predicated around the conversation of the film, much like the podcast itself. But we'd probably wind up as just in conversation with someone um, who is who is involved. Imagine we got a round table. If we got all of the players. <laughs> why would that even like? Why they used us for a grown ups three presser. Boom. Gotcha. Shit. Gotcha. You sure did. Yeah. That doesn't sound totally impossible. It sounds ridiculously impossible. I guess it is. But if they knew what was good for them, it sounds threatening. Um, if they understood like social media and the internet and good humor we and got stuff. A, we got a message for you, Hollywood. They, they, <laughs> we're coming. We're coming for you. We're coming to do the Grown Ups 3 press, or whether you like it or not. It's a $3,000 holiday where we don't know where we're sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um... So if they were like good at their jobs, the press people, they would let us do the the, the press. How good would that be if we did some events? Yeah, for grown ups three. Anyway, so ideally, that's what would happen: is we'd be on a stage with Adam Sandler, talking about his new footwear that he's releasing. Patrick Schwarzenegger? No, hold no, on. He wouldn't hold do on. This. Okay, reframe what you're thinking. Sorry, I'm going slightly off path here, but reframe what you're thinking. If they do do press for grown ups three which they may not, but if they do, if we get in touch with their people and say, we're a podcast listened to all over the world who does nothing but watch Grown Ups 2, they have to give us an interview. They can't, like, we've they got to, to get read lead. the email. We've got to they get just have to listen cast. to one episode of the podcast to not give us the interview. They have to, bro. It's too relevant. They, they must. I was just realigning my sights on Patrick Schwarzenegger. Ooh, that's very that's possible. A potential guest. Although his fucking stars on the rise now that he's seeing Miley Cyrus, so he's going to be. Oh, well, to I get actually to. read a little um, tidbit. I saw on the on the New Zealand Herald website, which is New Zealand's is presume uh, it's meant to be New Zealand's New Zealand's chip packet. Yeah, is what they call it. <laughs> New Zealand's great. leading journalism. Uh, and there was uh, I clicked on a little link which said uh, Schwarzenegger disapproves of Miley or something and yeah, I was yeah, like yeah, what's Arnie. going on and yet uh, they got posted up on our uh, Facebook wall I did it yeah I um, read that Arnie's not keen he's trying to intervene they don't like that they don't like that and Miley's a little green. gone on the record as saying with Miley on the she's scene. into drugs uh, but I don't think that'll affect him I mean he's you a young worse. guy you could do <laughs> I apologize for just interrupting you constantly no, that's by okay. the way I feel no you go I'm in a weird zone um, you could do worse than Miley Cyrus 
Because who's Miley the Cyrus is great? Who's the Nickelodeon chick who's wigged out big time? He used to have Amanda Bynes. No. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get twenty percent below MSRP for an average of fifteen thousand one seventy eight under MSRP on the purchase of a twenty twenty three Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland four by e or Summit four by e. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. That's pretty yeah, sad, though. I used to have a massive crush on here. So I heard her, show was very, her show was very funny. Sad to watch. Yeah, it was a, the Dancing Lobsters. Great. Yeah. She had a really funny sketch show. She did, man. Like, she was unusually talented. She yeah, did l- she, she really good characters, good. and it was a and solid it was quite show. surreal and silly. I used to watch a lot of Nickelodeon. All that, yeah. Kenan and Cal. Kenan and Cal was one of the shows. I remember I'd, I'd race home from school just to watch Kenan and Cal. Kenan and Cal was one of the only shows I remember watching, and I was laughing. Like, you know how you laugh more when there are other people there? Yeah. I remember noticing when I was younger, I was watching it and laughing by myself and no one else was in the room. And I was like, like first what? time. Yeah, and I was like, whoa. Like a little comedy I masturbation think, yeah, session. Like, whoa, this must be so funny. Um, yeah. Uh, Nickelodeon's fucking wicked like that, eh? I think Nickelodeon probably informed the comedy of our generation more than any other thing. Uh, agree, on. disagree. Easy on. Agree, disagree. I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> I two options. Disagree. Why? Uh, it's just there must be so much stuff that you know. You might, hey, you've Arnold. said Nickelodeon, so it's all it's Rugrats. Head. It's not informing uh, our opinion. That's whiling away our weekend mornings. No, but it's 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 what's in our heads, mate. It's, it's impressing something on you, sure, but like Friends, surely informs our generation's comic sensibilities. Well, not it's as much. Unique for everyone. Oh yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe no, you're right. Guy Montgomery, maybe you've got a there point. There is no yes or no answer. Guy Alexander Halifax Montgomery. Is that Alex first? Or yeah. Halifax? It is. Okay, sweet. I nailed it. Um, Grown Ups 3 is a terrifying spectre on the horizon of my mind. It's something that uh, has been jokingly talked about by our fans, but actually talked about in real life in by Hollywood. David Spade. Yeah. Because it makes sense that it would exist. Because Very profitable film. Hugely profitable. Yeah, franchise. Do you know if the first one made lots of money? It must have, eh? It must have made heaps. But I They're doing a made... sequel, because it was Adam Sandler's first sequel. So presumably it made a lot of money. I still like the idea. I think I partially floated it a while ago, maybe in the Corey episode. I like the idea of, as part of this Netflix deal, Adam Sandler creating a movie where all of his famous characters exist in the same universe. Yeah. And they all sort of meet at some family reunion, maybe. They're all distantly related. And, uh, and they all interact with each other. A lot like Eddie Murphy and The Nutty Professor. I, I mean, I don't know that I think it would be a particularly good film, but I think it would certainly be very interesting. Do you interesting. mean the clumps, or did he have other characters he created in there? He was the whole the family. family. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there'd be other secondary characters. All your Adam Sandler players would be in there. Maybe yeah. we could get a walk-on role. This thing is, if Adam Sandler kicks out a movie, we could pay enough money if we could raise it to get a <laughs> we, walk-on role in an Adam Sandler film, but Adam Sandler would never kickstart a movie. Kickstart a movie. He's no Zach Adam Braff. Sandler. Does Zach Braff do that? Yeah, he made one called Wish You Were Here. And uh, Oh, I'm, man, that had a killer soundtrack. I didn't see that movie, but I want to because, um, what's his name? Something, Potemkin. The guy in uh, Homeland, and he's like a really good singer, and he's in The Princess Bride. Don't know. Maddie? Maddie no Potemkin? Something similar to that. Phenomenal actor. He's in Wish You Were Here, and uh, 
the shins have got a really good song on the soundtrack. That sounds so there you go. exactly like the marketing plan for a Zach Braff film. <laughs> it does, doesn't All it? All right, Zach, what are you going to make? I don't know, but the shins will be on the soundtrack. <laughs> We're in, said the public, as they gave him their money to do exactly that. Good on you, Zach. Scrubs was Scrubs was formative for me. Scrubs was a show I watched a lot. As a kid, how old is and I Scrubs? I thought it was very funny. Uh, sort of like teen, late teenage years, maybe. Late teens. You think Scrubs informed your comedy, though? Yeah. I feel like you want to go younger for that. Like no, it's, a, your Nickelodeon it's all informing. It's being informed all the time. You know what I'm disgusted by? That um, uh, Bob Saget probably informed a bit of my humor. Because right. you just naturally watch a lot of Full House when you're a kid growing up in the Actually, 90s. There's a very funny website called Full House Reviewed. I think that's what it is. And someone, it's actually not as similar to what we're doing. Uh, someone in this, uh, someone has has chronologically watched every episode of Full House yeah. and written like a sort of 500 to 1,000 word maybe uh, synopsis <laughs> wow. slash takedown. It's just bad. Oh, it's really? just like bad mouthing for what the examples of Full House is as a family. It's very funny. It's definitely worth checking out. Someone wrote, um, I think maybe for crack.com, a really interesting article about how fucking dark family comedies were in the 90s because a parent was always dead, was yeah, always yeah, the yeah. responsible element for the whole storyline. Yeah, and we also got a message on the Facebook page from someone who, who wrote a blog. I haven't read it, and I read it when I was doing something else, so I can't quite remember, but he wrote he wrote a blog. He watched a movie, did the exact same thing, only he wrote a blog instead of a podcast. I don't know if he had a friend, which is pretty reckless behavior, pal. For what movie? I can't remember. Oh. I'll look it up. Okay. We can post it on the Facebook page. Um, so I guess we should do our other features, Guy. That's right. Sell it. Roll up for the mystery tour. Roll up. It's an inspiration. Roll up for the mystery tour. The Steve Buscemi mystery tour is coming to take you away. Now, right now, it's coming to take you away. Okay, Steve Buscemi suffers an injury in Grown Ups. We do not know the details of the injury, but we do like to speculate once a week as to what would have caused his very specific symptoms, uh, which is 40% feeling in his body and his arms are trapped above his head. I believe it's my... My bash? I believe it is. Uh, so, Steve Buscemi was training uh, to be a helicopter pilot. Uh-huh. Uh, his character was, Tim w- Wiley was, in the first film. Uh, it was a very expensive uh, sort of shoot that they set up for this, and it's a real disappointment that they couldn't use the footage. I think I know where this is but going. But he's in the hospital. Not in the hospital. He's in a helicopter. Those are similar words. Uh, and they're flying high above Stanton, Connecticut, or wherever they are in the first film. Uh, and he, he's talking to the, the helicopter pilot, and they get into an argument. Yeah. Uh, and I think the reason they didn't use it is because this didn't really tie in with any, anything to do with the film at all. Yeah. I was really hastily written and just slapped in the script, but they shot it anyway. Yeah. Uh, and they get into an argument, and then, then the guy's like, uh, fuck you, Wiley, and he <laughs> pushes him. Pushes him out of a helicopter. Out of a helicopter, and Wiley, Wiley is going over, he, he's going over like head, head first. So he gets pushed... Uh, and his body, his body, he leaves with his head and arms. So out his of the back's helicopter. kind of facing the ground. Yeah, yeah. And he, but he grabs onto the railing and oh, yeah. flips his whole body around. Oh. And in that motion, yeah. it breaks both of his arms. Oh, jeez. And it sort of straps him into that very position, mm. the touchdown position, while he's hanging for dear life from the helicopter. God. Um, but there was, yeah, and then he 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 falls all the way to earth, and uh, and he lands in a waterfall. Um, 
And then those were his injuries. Not where Shit, I thought you were weak. going with that. No, where did you think I was going? Um, slightly gorier. I thought that the helicopter was still on the ground. Um, or it nailed a landing, maybe. And he was like, sick landing, like touchdown. Chucked his arms up and the blades took off his oh. arms. And then um, he got prosthetic arms that were incorrectly attached. They were cast like that for the first... Yeah, that's So really they good. were just stuck in yeah. that position. And he lost so much blood that he got nerve damage. Yeah. and um, But then... Two years and he also, after, they also put him on a lot of like he, he was heavily sedated, which limited his, his, his feeling. feeling. And then after the two years, they finally found an arm transplant. For That's him. right, yeah. Hey, lefty and right. Well, how about that? Two options on the Steve Buscemi mystery you tour. Pick. Yeah, this week, ladies' choice. Yeah, what a treat. Um, and then that just leaves one more. Sure does. Party time! It's Patty Schwartz party time! It's party time! With Patty Schwartz! Patrick Schwartz, a nigga's coming to your house with fairy bread! He's putting it in your mouth! Yum, yum, chew it up! I'm Patrick Schwartz, a nigga! Here is the part where we appreciate the son of Arnie. And my favourite bit with him in the film this week was... Ooh. Should we do it one word, one word at a time, Patrick Schwarzenegger? Ooh. It was the moment when Patty lifts his hand above his head and parties. <laughs> which he loves. So... <laughs> Patty does this for a long time. Ages. His father is so mad about this. <laughs> the end. Fuck, okay. man. Okay. <laughs> We've been around this off. movie too long today. We almost made it. We almost did. We almost got out of this alive, guy. Well, um, so we need to start planning if we're going to make this trip to California. Yeah, we're going to need to crowdsource some money because I cannot. Oh yeah, fuck the shirt too. That's going to set me back too, fitty. But I tell you what, the guy was okay. Uh, for those who didn't hear or whatever, um, in episode like nine, very early on, I said, hand on heart, I would pay two hundred and fifty dollars for a shirt that has Tim Meadows' face on it. And that ridiculous catchphrase, which is what? what? So this fucking great design. Someone went out and designed it. Some dude in America who listens to the podcast, and like an asshole, put it online for exactly two hundred and fifty New Zealand dollars. That's definitely going to get picked up. You're just brushing the microphone into your stuff. Yeah, I'm sorry, that was irresponsible of me. I was, I was just. It felt really good at the time. I'll bet. And I, I was mentally zoned out, and it's I'm fine. sorry for that. It's We've fine. arrived at the end. So hold on, I'm telling the t-shirt. Oh, no, tale. we haven't. We're in the middle of the t-shirt. We're just in the middle of the t-shirt. Tale. So the guy's not, the guy's not an asshole. Good on him for designing it and putting it up there and going to the effort of making a storefront and stuff. And um, so now I've got to fucking buy it, I guess, which is fine. Someone wrote on the page they'd rather you gave the money to charity. Well, this is the beautiful thing. First of all, he was like, "You don't have to buy the shirt," and I was like, "I kind of do have to buy the shirt." I said, "You know, I said what I said." Yeah. I said what I said. Now we're fighting. Yeah. Um, and so now uh, he's gone, just give it to charity. And I've said, no, I'll buy the shirt. And he says, all right, where would you like the Money $193 US going? And I was like, what a good dude. That's so cool. if you got any ideas on a charity that would kind of, you know, this is really a time when our pain can lead to something beautiful. 
I don't think it's. I know two hundred. Yeah, it's a lovely gesture. Two hundred US isn't it? It's not a truckload of cash, but you know, where's it best spent? I don't. I don't know. Somewhere cool. Somewhere cool for something for some useful, useful cause. Guy, would you recommend that people do the commentary track while watching the movie, or I think just... I think that's the only way to do it. I think no, I'm going to go against you on that. I'm going to heartily disagree. I, I think you should. Uh, yeah, it's up to you, honestly. Viewers' choice, listeners' choice. I think this is the best order to do it in. Uh, like, and number one on my list is just when you're going about your day, just have the commentary track going. That, you will yeah, love it. Yeah. I get, no, you're not wrong actually, because if you watch it with the movie. This definitely has to, be, has to be released before the commentary, by the way, so yes. that people can take this into consideration. Roger if you watch that, it with the Captain movie, Logic. you're still watching the movie. But if you if you do it, like, because th- isn't this whole thing already just so far out there that it, like it's 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 sort of scrambling your brain a bit? I mean, why why put in a strain of logic by watching the movie when you could just hear the the us like devolve responding into man- to us? You could just listen to us devolve into madness yeah. while watching the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I never um, even considered that angle. What that, do you mean? Well, like that's that's so in tune with the the rest of the podcast to listen yeah. to it without watching oh, the movie. Completely, it is. This is the nature. This is the spirit of the ah. thing. So, it, what I've got a beautiful vision in my head of someone who has to do a really long drive by themselves. Yeah, um, an hour forty-one made to be. Yeah, like quite long. That's not that long, is it? But this is part of a long drive. And we can just provide a little bit of, a, yeah. a, maybe, hopefully, a, a chuckle or two and keep you company in yeah. your car, you know? And you can feel you can feel our energy dip and, and crest and... Wane and... Wane. <laughs> rise again. You'll feel, well, you'll feel when Wayne arrives. It's near the end of the movie and Wayne does not go away. Wayne's got a weird energy. Wayne kind of even probably Sad. came along for the podcast this week. Yeah. Yeah. I had an earlier point I wanted to return to. I can't for the life of me remember what it is. You were saying uh, watch it without. Oh, yeah, so this is the order. Watch it without. Second best option would be watch it with the movie. Third best option is if we release the video, watch you it on watch YouTube. watch us recording it. I would put that at the bottom of the heap. It might not even make it. Funnily enough, that's actually the most convenient order as well. You can yeah. listen to the audio at any time. If you do it with the video, fuck right you. On. Hey, um, thank you all so much for listening, really. It's a, it's a real it's a real treat. Uh, no, it's not. What am I saying? I don't like. It's a this, treat that you're listening. It's a treat. It's that great listening. that someone's on yeah. board. Uh, we'd be doing it. We'd be doing it anyway. So this it's is, nice that there's yeah. some some sort of payoff. This is very difficult now, guys. This is what you need to appreciate. We're at week forty. This is hard. This is a hard thing we're doing. Um, I'm finding it really hard, guy. You, you're having a bad day. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. So I think it's only going to get harder from here on in. Uh, pray for us and. Um, keep all your feedback coming in. I don't care if you call me a fucking asshole or set me up with two hundred and fifty dollars shirts. Do what you got to do. If anyone's listening this far, I don't think they're going to call you a fucking asshole. But now someone might do it just to spite spite that. We love you guys, and we'll see you next week for watch number number forty one of Grown Ups Two. That's a silly sentence, isn't it? We'll catch you next week for watch forty one of Grown Ups Two. Catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. 
Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen.